Well, good morning and praise the Lord, everybody. Good morning. And this is it. This is it. You know what I'm talking about. This is it, y'all. Well, let's look back at what the Lord has brought us from. Let's be grateful. Let's be thankful. Let's be appreciative of what he has done for us. Look back over. Look back over your life and you'll realize you have a testimony. Well, because of that, first I was saying, how great is our God? That was just all through me. And then that fell off of me, praise the Lord. And I said, you know, I just want to praise you, Lord, for all that you have done for me. Blessings and glory and honor. And I don't care if I mess up the words. It's just as my program. But it all belongs to him. And I'm just grateful that it's his world. Hallelujah. And I'm just living in it. All right. Is that all right with that? I'm okay with it. So I just bless the Lord this morning. And I just want to say thank you to Jesus Christ for who he is. Yes, Lord. All right. I just want to praise you.
you done for me. I am grateful, I am blessed, so blessed to glory. I give it all to you, all of the about that song that just gets me every time and then I have to look at the clock and say Nathan it's time to move on can't get stuck there because we get stuck there you get stuck on that blessings and glory you get stuck on that honor and you realize that they all belong to you thank you Jesus hallelujah Come on, worship him this morning. Hallelujah. All right, Joe, we're going to get into fresh wind. <laughs> Listen, I bless his name. I praise his name, his holy name. And I praise God, not for what he's done for me, nor for what he's given me. But I praise him and I praise God for his majesty and power, who he is. The king of the sun, the Lord is worthy. I say it again, the Lord is worthy. Bump, 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 bump. I praise God. Yes, I did. You know, I might play that after this morning session. Listen, I'm going to finish this part two. We started it about a week or so ago about learning from others. Hope you all had a great time as we uh, took some time away. I hope you had a great time. Praise the Lord. If you didn't, 
We were praying for you. If you did, we still pray for you anyway. And listen, I want you to know trouble don't last always. I need to share that with somebody. My spirit just gripped. Trouble don't last always. I need you to remember that. Maybe a year, it may be a month, it may be a week, it may be a day, but trouble don't last always. I need you to understand that. God has given us a promise through his word. Hallelujah. He's given us a promise through his word that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And he also told us that the trouble will not last always. There's different scriptures that tells us and it encourages us that you don't have to worry. You don't have to fret. Praise the Lord. He is there. He is here to keep us. He is here to sustain us. He is here to renew us and to revive us. Praise the Lord. You can make it. You can overcome, you you can succeed. And I need you to hear me, person, woman of God, man of God, beloved, you are not alone and it will not last always. It will not always be there. The only way certain situations are going to stay for a long time is if you allow it. But as far as God is concerned, he takes us through the process and we move on. He moves on from it. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can make it. Ah, I feel stuck right there for a moment. You can make it. Look at how far you got. Look at your calendar right now. What is today? What time is it? You made it. Even if you're listening to the replay on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, whenever you listen to this, you made it to the designated moment for you to hear me say you made it for me to tell you, praise the Lord, that you will not fail. Hallelujah. You will not fall as long as you keep your eye on Jesus Christ. Looking unto Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith, you press towards the mark, forgetting those things we are behind, reach forth to those things we are before, press towards the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You can make it. You can overcome. You can get through this thing. I'm only telling you from experience. Right. All right, y'all. We talked about in one of our recent sessions was part one. I know I had took a break because of the season, but I'm going to finish this. We talked about learning from others and we were looking at first Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. And that main uh, chapter was a verse. Excuse me. Verse 27 says, now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. Again, you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And I was talking about learning from others. Amen. I don't remember everything I shared, but I'm going to try to recap the best way I can. But uh, basically, I was talking about how, you know, basically the scripture talks about that the body of Christ has different members. Look at your body. You got your hands. You got your legs. You got your feet. You got your eyes. You got your mouth. You got your neck. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. A song just came to my head. And I'm like, <laughs> what was that song? My neck, my back, my neck and my back. Something like that. Y'all pray for my mind. Lord, my mind goes different places. That's why I have to renew my mind daily. But anyway, we have all these different members in, in our body. And even though one, we can say, oh, our head is very important. But the head needs the hands. The hands need the feet. Amen. The feet need the ankles and the knees and the, you know, every part of the body is very important. And that's the same thing with the body of Christ. Every single function in the body of Christ is needed. And this is why I shared with somebody before with you all, I said it on sound gospel radio that don't think that just because you are mopping the floor that you're insignificant. No, I need you to mop that floor. 
I need somebody to take out the trash. And I've done it. I've mopped the floor. I've cleaned the toilets. We took out the trash. We've cleaned the church. Amen. You know, we did, did what we can to clean. Amen. In the house of God. Amen. To make sure things were set up. We need that. We need you. We just, just don't need the preacher. Amen. We need somebody to get in that van and warm it up and drive the van. I drove the van. Listen, I don't worked in every aspect of ministry. I've done those things and those things weren't always so lowly. Listen, I was proud when we had a clean church and we invited guests over. Amen. I was proud to have a church clean, smelling good, looking good. Amen. And to know that I, how do you, glory to God, I bless his name to know that I was a part of that. I thank God for that. I was a minister of the gospel. Preaching and teaching, driving the church van, playing the organ. I would get up early to pick up the saints for church, do praise and worship, preach, and drive them back home. Yes, I done did it all, y'all. Things done broke down out there working and trying to fix the plumbing in the middle of service. And listen, we done did it all. And I'm young and done did it all, done seen it all, done did it all. But it doesn't mean that just because that uh, I preached didn't make matter that uh, what the person that swept the floor was different than who I am. No, we were all important for the body of Christ. And we learn from each other's experiences. We learn from different people, as I was sharing in our last session, the importance of looking at each other's lives. Amen. Paying attention to those that are around us because the Lord may be ushering these people alongside us for reasons that are not, they may not be immediately obvious, but you, the Lord sometimes bring people in your life for a reason that you say, oh, I see why this person is in my life. And listen, we're here to learn from each other. Sometimes people are here to learn from you. Sometimes we're here to learn from them. And if, even, if there's, even if you don't have nobody in your life, to learn from, I was encouraging to look at the word of God. I talked about Moses. I talked about Job. I talked about the apostle Paul who used to be Saul and became the apostle Paul. And, and, and we begin to talk about these different people that we can learn from. And as I get ready to, to wrap up here, if we don't learn from anybody else, we can learn from our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, we have this season that comes where we celebrate his birth. And the reason for his birth was be a promise, an arrangement, a commitment, an obligation, a contract, a covenant, a guarantee that God gave us in Genesis. Because Adam and Eve sinned, God promised us. He said in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, he said, I will send someone that will crush the head of the serpent. The serpent that uh, brought suggestions to Adam and Eve where they were tempted, hallelujah, and began to eat the fruit that God told them not to eat. And sin came into the world, hallelujah. And so he gave us a guarantee he gave us a promise that he'll send someone that will crush the head of the serpent he told us in the word he told us in the word that there are three that bear record in heaven the father the word and the holy ghost and these three are one he told us that the word in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god and the same was in the beginning hallelujah he told us that the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. He told us that he will send someone, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Hallelujah, God with us, Emmanuel. He told us, hallelujah, that he's going to come to interrupt so that the Holy Ghost can erupt what the devil 
devil has corrupt. Yes, he told us that he was going to send Jesus Christ, who will be our king, our Lord, our savior, our chief apostle, our shepherd, to connect us back to God. And so if you don't have any other example to look at, if you don't have anybody here on earth to look at, if none of the stories in the Bible is going to help you, look at the one that you serve. Look at the one that saved you. Look at the one that set you free. And that's the name of Jesus. Look at Jesus. Search the scriptures and look at what he did for us. Jesus came from heaven to earth. He submitted to death and conquered it in his resurrection. Then he ascended to heaven to live and reign for all eternity. Oh my goodness. He went through the changes. And I told you all the foreshadow of this conversation is hope in times of changes. He went through all kind of transition. Hallelujah. It's a life to death story of his, of his story of his glory. Listen, I say, like this it's a life to death story a story both gory and ending in glory listen i need you to understand jesus did it for us and we have a story that we can look at what greater teacher can we have as we learn to navigate the transitions of life by looking at jesus christ listen the writer of hebrews he sums it up with these words says it here and this is in a different translation but in hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 through 16 it says since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our confession for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness but one who in every excuse me, in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace and find help in the time of need. We can let those words sink in that our Lord Jesus Christ has gone before us. Jesus understands. Listen, he understands what we're going through. So we can stand confidently under, um, under the umbrella of his understanding of our situation that he will lead us through, y'all. Listen, he went through it. When he lived, I said it before and I'll say it again. When he lived, he fed the hungry. When he lived here on earth, he encouraged the lost. He healed the sick. He taught the promises of the father. He raised the dead. But guess what else, y'all? He resided in a town called Nazareth, which was despised by many Jews. He was considered unorthodox and out of order because of how he did things. He was often criticized because of the people he hung around with. Y'all hear me? He was betrayed by the ones that were close to him. Y'all know, listen, I'd have been through some betrayal. Huh? He was often called a fake and an imposter for basically doing what he was called to do. Jesus Christ understands. He understands what rejection feels like. He understands what hunger feels like. He understands what anger feels like. He understands what hurt feels like. He understands, hallelujah, what being sad feels like. There's scriptures in the Bible that tells you that Jesus had to go to different places just to chill, just to clear his mind, just to get away from everything. Hallelujah. He know what temptation feels like. 
And still, when he died, he took our sins, carried our hurt, carried our depression, carried our burdens, carried our grief, carried our pain, took the keys of death, hell, and the grave, went into hell, preached into the souls in hell, and then rose again, and the impossible became possible. His glory became accessible. His grace was made receivable. His blood became pliable. His name became reliable. Hallelujah. His power was made unstoppable. And then he made sure that we, 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 us people of God, that we have victory over death. And then he confused the laws of science and physics by being changed from mortal to immortality. Hallelujah. He is our greatest example and we can learn from him. As we talk about learning from others, hallelujah, you may not be able to learn from your pastor. You may not be able to learn from the evangelist or the missionary or the teacher. You may not be able to learn from your friend. Hallelujah. But you can learn from Jesus Christ, the ultimate teacher, to teach you into all truth, to bring you into salvation, to fill you with the Holy Ghost, to change your life, change your mindset, renew your thoughts, and take you up higher. That's the God that we serve. This is why the scriptures in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4 says, Blessed be the God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort which we ourselves were comforted by God. What does that say? Blessed be Jesus Christ, who is the God of all comfort, who comforts us, that we're able to comfort somebody else with the comfort that he gave us. Oh, come on here, somebody. Listen, Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 23 says, Christ is the head of the church, his body, hallelujah, and is himself its savior. We thank God for Jesus. Jesus Christ, our ultimate example. Romans chapter 15, verse 4, as we look at the scriptures, we can realize that whatever was written in the former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. You could have hope through the word of God. Don't you tell me that this word of God ain't true, and don't you just live in the New Testament only. There's some word in that Old Testament. Read it for yourself. If you don't know how to read it, call somebody. Call Sound Gospel Radio. We'll help you get through it. Because guess what? As I read more of that Old Testament, I'm looking at what's going on right now in the 21st century. Ooh, Jesus. A bunch of crazy folk. I said, we got to be prayed up. We need to pray. But my main goal today is to learn from others. Learning from others. Learning from others. Learn from your brother. Learn from your sister. And why don't you be an example? And I want to say this, and I'm not going to share the whole prophetic word. But it was a word that the Lord shared with me. And I'm going to say this much. As we move into a new season, as we move into a new dimension, y'all hear me clearly. As things are shifting, I always know when things are... Y'all pray for my wife who has to live with me because I can feel when things are just different and things are, it's the same unsettling I had back a few years ago, right before we went into the pandemic. I'm going to say this to you clearly, that if nobody else's life is going to be an example, let your life be an example. I'm going to say it again. If nobody else's life is going to be an example, let your life be an example. 
Let your life be pleasing unto the Lord. Romans chapter 12 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Told us to be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you can present what is that good and that perfect will of God, an acceptable will of God. But I need to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Let me go to 2 Corinthians chapter 3 because I just want to share this with y'all real quick. I ain't going to, I'm not going to say but so much now. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 because I, you know, I, I'm not going to say that old Nathan said, no, the word of God said, and I need y'all to understand this. The word of God said it. If, no, if there's no other example in this new season that we're moving into, let you be the example. I'm telling you right now, the body of Christ may be challenged. The church may be challenged. People may have an issue with the church at large. But guess what's going to happen? I hear God clearly. People are going to say, man, I ain't feeling that church. But I've been watching you. So I still believe in God because of you. Listen, when it happens, you can read, you can, you can reach out to us and tell us people are going to say to you, I'm not feeling church. I'm not feeling that preacher. I'm not feeling ministry, but I watched your life. And so I still believe in God because of you. I watched your life. You never cussed. You never smoked. You never drank. You never did this. You never did that. And, and you've been nothing but love. You've been nothing but joy. You prayed for me and my, and your prayers came to pass. The Lord used you to speak into my life. And that happened. Listen, I'm telling you right now, this is going to be the biggest thing that we're going to have as we move into the season is the lifestyle that we live. I'm telling you, it's going to be very important, very important in this season that you live a life that's pleasing unto the Lord, but a life, hallelujah, that's people are watching. And stop trying to fit in with the crowd. I'm telling you right now, stop trying to fit with the crowd. Sometimes the crowd is watching you. I don't care if they drink, smoke, party. I don't care if you feel singled out. You'll never know. I had to go through it the hard way. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to tell you from example. I didn't realize how many people were watching my life. And when I tried to fit in with the crowd, they looked at me like I was crazy. They said, you can't be doing this. You shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be doing this. You're the one we look up to. And I'm sitting here all mad and upset because I'm not in with the crowd. But the Lord had to show me I've called you and I've separated you for a reason. And I need you to understand today. Second Corinthians chapter three. Verse two, mm. it says, you are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Clearly, you are an epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh that is of the heart. What am I trying to say? I'm going to read it in another translation so you can hear what I'm saying to you. I'm going to read from chapter verse 1, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. It says, are we beginning to praise ourselves again? Are we like others who need to bring you letters of recommendation or, or, or who ask you to read, Nathan, or who ask you to write such letters on their behalf? Surely not. Listen, the only letter of recommendation we need is you, yourselves, your lives are a letter written in our hearts. Everyone can read it and recognize our good work among you. Clearly, 
You are a letter from Christ showing the result of our ministry among you. This letter is written not with pen and ink, but with the spirit of the living God. It is carved not on tables of stone, but on human hearts. What am I saying to you? God has put in us the word of God. Hallelujah. And we should be that example of the word of God. I'm telling you right now, the only Bible that some people will ever read is you. The only church some people may ever go to is through you. They will watch your life. They will watch your example. And so I'm telling you, be mindful, be careful. I didn't say you can't be down to earth. I didn't say you can't be human, but be very mindful and be careful as we move forward, how you act, how you conduct, what you post on social media, because people are watching you and you're going to be an example. You're going to be an evangelist, a missionary, hallelujah, one to lead somebody to the kingdom. So stay focused. Praise the Lord. Stay focused. And guess what? People are going to learn from you. As we talk about it today, learning from others. People of God, I hope that you were blessed today by today's message. As we embark upon this last year, this last Thursday of the year, as we move forward to the new year, just be prayerful. I'm telling you right now, prayer is the key. Lord spoke to me in different ways about praying and just to keep prayer for anxiety is there. Listen, we're in a place where it's just weird anxiety. You, you, you're not even depressed. You're just like, why am I having anxiety? Some of us, people just have anxiety for exa- for no reason. Guess what? Pray, pray. I'm telling you, pray. There's times I wake up in the middle of the night and I just start praying. I just start speaking to the Lord, just start talking to the Lord and I will pray myself to sleep. Hallelujah. Pray, talk to the Lord. Get the word on the inside. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Pray fast. Turn the plate down sometime. Hallelujah. And seek him. Worship. Find some songs that that connects you to God. Connect with him. Praise the Lord. Have a relationship. I'm telling you, that's where the fiery darts are. Is through the spiritual warfare of prayer and fasting and relationship. That's where we find Ephesians chapter 6. All right, I got to go. Listen, y'all. Okay, that's right. I had to share that before I close. Listen, um, we thank you for this whole year. Um, tonight is our last show for Let's Talk About It. Uh, tonight at 8 o'clock, we're doing a segment called Ask the Pastor. If you have any questions for Pastor Willie L. Johnson, you know we love it when he comes on the show. Email us at info at soundgospelradio.com info at soundgospelradio.com we will keep your name anonymous and he will ask answer any question you have so you have between now and 5 p.m hallelujah you have between now and 5 p.m to send your questions in email us any question you may have and um we will answer that tonight on the show what else i wanted to tell y'all yes uh go to our website to sign up for our book club uh if you haven't already those that are on our mailing list you should have received an email already. No, no, not yet. What time we put that? We set it on a timer. You should receive an email before eight o'clock this morning. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we put it on a timer. So you should receive an email soon. If you haven't, uh, go to the website. You'll see the pop up. S- join our book club. Sign up because I can't wait to not only read the book, but to set up a time where we can meet and talk about the book. So I'm looking forward to that. Those that were in our book club last year know that we were are tremendously blessed. And we also received some gifts during that time. We thank the Lord for that. Um, I feel like it's something else I had to tell y'all. Is that everything? 
book club, talk show, Feliz Navidad, Happy New Year. I think that's it. I need to start writing this stuff down. I'm going to get my life in a new year. I will. Well, listen, y'all. One of my favorite segments. Oh, just know that there will be no morning prayer and no fresh wind on Monday. I will be sleep. Praise the Lord. And I will enjoy that. So I will be back with y'all next Thursday. Okay. All right. That's how we're going to do it. Benny G morning show comes on at eight o'clock. Yes. Benny G morning show comes at eight o'clock and on Saturday rocking with Tish. She allowed me to be one of her guests on her show. I said, well, praise the Lord. So myself and sister Tanika from our uh, advisory council, minister Brian George from my executive board. We're all going to be guests on Letitia's show. So rocking with Tish 2 PM this Saturday, lock it in your calendar, set your alarm like I do so we can uh, rock with her and, and enjoy that. Uh, enjoy that. Uh, uh, show as well. So praise the Lord, everybody. Listen, we're building hope. We're transforming lives 24 seven. Again, we're building hope. We're transforming lives 24 seven right here at sound gospel radio. God bless you.